thank you for joining us for another episode of the Medical Alley Association's podcast series, Leadership Through a Crisis. Joining us today is Brandon Sumwalich, president of Starkey Hearing Technologies. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us. Why don't you start by telling me a little bit about Starkey? Well, thank you for having me and, and learning about Starkey. Starkey is a global uh, hearing aid manufacturer technology company. Um, I really sum it up as a hearing healthcare company. We do a lot of different things to help people uh, hear better and live better. Uh, we're a proud Minnesota company uh, that's been in business now for 53 years. And you're also recent Medical Alley Association members, and you personally serve on our board of directors, bringing a really unique perspective to the table that I'm so excited to dive into today. Starkey also played a unique role in COVID-19. Tell me a little bit about when you realized this was a serious situation and how you and Starkey responded. Well, for Starkey, we're a global company. Uh, We have 26 facilities around the world. We first started experiencing COVID uh, in our Suzhou, uh, China facility, uh, where we have a manufacturing of about 350 employees. And it's because we serve the uh, Asia um, uh, region. And with, of course, what was going on there towards mid to end January, uh, we started learning. And then we took immediate action for our employees on safety, health, and wellness. Uh, We instituted best practices uh, in Suzhou. And out of 10,000 companies in Suzhou, Starkey was one of the uh, 173 companies that were allowed to continue to operate for the period of time because of the practices and the safety and what we were doing for the employees there. So then as this spread to Europe, and then you know, we have facilities in Europe and, and of course Italy, you know, we took those best practices, uh, started implementing them in other facilities. And then here in the US, uh, really, uh, I recall talking about it. Uh, we had a first uh, meeting, uh, the what if scenarios uh, in February. End of February, started talking with employees. And the, the, the gravity of the situation really took hold for me is you could feel a little bit of the anxiety on campus because here we have 1,400 employees. And as it's building the anxiety in the news and what's going on here in the U.S., that anxiety builds. And then, you, you know, there's no playbook for this. And you start, you know, coming up with what's best for the employees. And then our customers, we sell through uh, hearing health care providers, professionals. So those offices start closing in a matter of a week. So basically your whole business just, you know, everybody starts working remote within five days and then your customer's offices start shutting down uh, for the right reasons. And you're, you know, you're left with, you know, there's, there's a a huge amount of weight and gravity and what if uh, of going on because your revenue and your business is basically paralyzed. So as a leader, when you see all of this happening, what do you do? How does your role change and how do you pivot like that? You know, for me, it's, you have to pivot into a communicator. Um, I really look at, looked at it as two things. Leadership and management um, are different. You know, a lot of people uh, merge the two when they talk about leadership, but you have to have steady and calm leadership. So I wanted to understand the facts and make sure, you know, we were dealing with facts and not emotion. Mm-hmm. So really start educating ourselves on COVID. Uh, we have the, in our industry, the uh, first and only chief health officer uh, with Dr. Arkel Giorgio. Uh, so that really helped, again, bring that education on facts 
internally to Starkey so we could make good decisions. And then, you know, knowing the industry, you go to, you switch to management and then you've got to go with common sense management. Uh, obviously, if your uh, businesses and your, your orders and your revenue starts slowing up, you've got to make decisions to stop the expenses. You can't just sit around and talk about it. You have to start taking quick, immediate action. So we've got a great team here at Starkey that we get, we started getting together daily instead of monthly um, because of everything that was moving so fast. And we took quick action to preserve the company uh, and make sure that, you know, Starkey was healthy going into this. We were growing at double digits. Um, and then we want to make sure that we're coming out of this healthy too. And so not only did you have to navigate all of those challenges, but COVID-19 had many people questioning if hearing health was considered critical or essential. How did you navigate that as well? Uh, you know, I, I view that that was an opportunity uh, to educate because people think of hearing aids as a consumer electronic device, and it's not. There's much more to it. They also immediately assume, um, you know, Starkey sells to the, the patient, uh, the end user. And again, as I mentioned, we sell to hearing uh, healthcare providers who take the product because there's, it's a process of, of testing for hearing loss, understanding what's the best solution. Everybody's ear is different. It's like a fingerprint, so not a one-size-fits-all. And then you have to uh, select the, the device and then fine-tune it for the fitting. And for us, you know, it's, we're regulated by the FDA as a medical device. And we educated our, not only uh, the public and others on what hearing healthcare means because now more than ever people uh, want to be connected because, you know, your stay-at-home orders, they can't hear on the phone, they can't hear the TV, you know, go down the list. And hearing healthcare is essential because you have to be able to hear in order to communicate. And, you know, it's allowed, I would say, for us and myself to talk with um, many uh, members of Congress. Uh, I did some uh, blogs on the importance of hearing healthcare and why it is essential to try and eliminate that stigma that it's just, you know, you're buying a piece of plastic and it's an amplifier and, you know, everybody should be fine. There's, there's so much more to it, just like there is with anything. Well, we're definitely glad that we had your leadership through that situation. And as I mentioned earlier, we are also glad to have your leadership on the Medical Alley Association Board of Directors. And in that position, you get to see activities going on in the Medical Alley region as a whole. What were your thoughts and insights on this industry's response to COVID-19? What I appreciated about, um, I'll say with Medical Alley uh, first, being the, as I, as I said uh, to the other board members, being the, the, new, the new kid on the block, um, was really listening, learning, and then using um, all the experience of Medical Alley and its members as resources and networking. You know, whether it's operations and supply chain management, learning what other companies are adapting, um, uh, other HR, what are other best policies and, and other companies doing to help the employees. So for us, it was great for networking. Um, I think the... Um, the regional uh, response, um, uh, I, you know, there's no playbook. There's no, there's nothing here that tells you what to do and, and follow the steps. And, you know, as I told uh, Governor Walls, when we talked a couple months ago, you know, he's doing the best that he can for what he knows. And he said the same thing. He's like, there's no playbook for this and we're doing the best we can. And I, I, I agreed. And, and others, you know, we've talked at Medical Alley about the same thing is, 
we're all learning and adapting. And you really go, it's amazing how you could look at a, a long-term strategy over the next 12 to 18 months. Something like this, you start managing day to day. And everything really comes down to perspective. What do I need to do today and tomorrow uh, as you manage through this global health crisis? So taking a look into the future now, how do you think Starkey and healthcare have been permanently changed as a result of COVID-19? I think everybody will look at the telehealth and remote services. Um, I, you know, of course it's been around for years, um, but I do believe now it's, it has more of a spotlight and purpose and, and use. Um, more and more are using it. We're looking at it now as how we uh, can do better uh, and make it easier and more convenient uh, for hearing healthcare um, providers and uh, patients. I also think from a uh, going forward, you know, people talk about, you know, if the second wave comes and, and the what ifs, um, we're more educated now. Uh, in February, March, nobody really knew, right? I mean, there was a lot of information. Uh, Starkey in our industry took a lead. You know, while the offices were closed and hearing healthcare providers were staying home, patients were staying home, uh, we started educating our customers and staff on what COVID is uh, and then what they need to be thinking about when, they re when it comes time to reopen and how to have a safe uh, environment for the patient and just bringing those ideas forward because in the, in the future, if some second wave does uh, come up, then you know, they're much more educated, uh, they could react differently and you know, make sure that the patient is safe and their, and their employees. Absolutely. And so lastly, I wanna ask you, what was the greatest challenge you had to face as a leader throughout all of this? And what did you learn from it? How did you overcome it? I will say on a, from a leadership standpoint, it was dealing um, as a leader, uh, dealing with uh, emotion and making sure you're separating the facts from emotion, no doubt. Because you know, you're dealing with a lot of good people, a lot of smart people, um, and it's making sure that the company and you know, for me, uh, our executive team and employees were staying focused and it gets your priorities in line real fast and making sure that we're making, uh, we're making decisions based on the facts and the needs, not on opinions or what, you know, what's the latest article somebody read that, you know, is it fact, is it opinion? You know, it's, so it's really keeping emo everybody's emotions in check uh, for the right reasons and then making good decisions. That was Brandon Sawalich, president of Starkey Hearing Technologies. To make sure you don't miss a single episode of the Medical Alley Association podcast series, Leadership Through a Crisis, be sure to follow us on all of our social media channels, subscribe to our newsletter, and visit us at medicalalley.org.